Hey, Adam. Yes. What is a fundamental element to effective production of a podcast? Well, you got to have humor. Yes. You got to have, have a sense of humor. Check. Uh, you got to have some uh, inkling to talk without stopping. Check. Oh, we definitely. both have that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does it have to be good? <laughs> I don't think we've proved that yet. Check. Well. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice coming at you. Coming at you today. Coming, at, coming by, at you hard. Coming today. at you hard today. Yeah. Sponsored by Open Studio. Yes. Uh, we got a special lurker in the house. Bob DeBoo's hanging out over in the corner. Bob DeBoo of the Upright Citizens podcast. Big it's shout a, out to Upright Citizens. It's a great show. The uh, the initial, the premiere episode of 2023. See, they're a big time podcast over there. Yeah. They, they take off time for the holidays. We're, we're too desperate and giving to do that. But their, their premiere needy episode even? just dropped needy? the other day. We'll have a link to it below. But if you're looking for another pod to enhance your podcasting uh, listening experience, we highly recommend. Yeah, part of the They're, Open Studio family. Yeah, Upright it's, Citizens. Yeah, I was going to say it's like the base version of this podcast, but it's definitely not. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's its own thing. It's bass-centric, but not yeah. bass-exclusionary. Yeah, go over there even if you don't play bass, so you're going to learn some good stuff. Yeah. Features Ruben Rogers as co-host and a uh, number of uh, great guests in the past and stuff, but right. mainly just Ruben and Bob doing their thing, as we say. Yeah. Speaking of doing their thing, we have an important job today. Today, yeah. Well, we had a we recorded an episode uh, last week. Why, why you keep looking behind you? Are you okay, man? I'm just keep hearing some noises. <laughs> we had a, a, le- so, a so sensitive to sound. an episode last <laughs> week where we talked about sort of the sports psychology and how we can use it. Yes. One of the things we talked about is having, you know, using fear as a way to wake up every day and work on fundamentals. And as yeah. I was talking about that, I was like, you know, we've never. It's been a, or it's been a while since we've actually talked about. What are the fundamentals that you can work on? Right. And and what are like the the things that everybody sort of works on? Because everybody does work on similar things, right? Right. And if we could break that, those down into categories, what would they be? So today we're talking about the five fundamentals. And these are basically just categories that you can work on every day. Now, how you work on these things can vary and should vary as your career uh, moves along. So yes. if you're starting out, this is going to be very easy because it's very clear what you should practice in order yeah. to get these fundamentals down. And all of these fundamentals contribute to your overall musicianships, each one of these. And I'll just list them out here from the start and we can kind of go deeper on each one. These are basically things that you need to be able to control and contribute to the music. The first is you need to be able to control your sound. You have to be able to develop a sound. Yes. You have to have a variety of sounds yes. and express yourself through the sound of your instrument. Yep. The second is speed. You need to be able to control the speed of your instrument. You need to gain some speed, likely. That doesn't mean you have to be Jesus Molina-style chops, but you're gonna have to be Ooh. able to. <laughs> you're gonna be, have to be able to play fast and slow and control that. Uh, the third is time, which yeah. you think is like, oh, isn't that speed? No, this is wow. the ability to be able to control your rhythm in all aspects of what you do. It's a crucial fundamental, and yeah. it's worked at in very specific ways. The fourth isn't is... A, aren't fundamentals crucial by the nature? They are. That's You're not going to be able right? to do anything without <laughs> these sort of Crucial, very important fundamentals. Fun, we put the fun in crucial. <laughs> uh, the fourth is the repertoire. And you're thinking, oh, how is this a fundamental? But you have to have a bedrock of whatever genre you're learning, even if you're learning multiple genres. If you're learning at the same time jazz and bluegrass and hip-hop, there are some 
there's some uh, repertoire that you're going to need to learn on yep. all of those, right? Yep. And and maybe it's even you know specific to the the subgenre or the area or the country that you're living in or the time that you're living in. But those are going to be part of your fundamental development. And the fifth and final and maybe the most important is the musical language. And what again, whatever genre you're learning, whether that's bebop or postmodernism. Bebop. Like you need to, or again, like hip hop or country or whatever hip -hop. it is, learning the musical language that has come before you is part of the fundamentals and can be practiced from an, an early point in your development and practiced all the way into the later points of your development. So wh whatever end of the spectrum you're on, all five of these things, sound, speed, time. Oh, I'm off the spectrum, buddy. Repertoire and language <laughs> are crucial, crucial. Right. And things that you can work on and should work on every practice session. Can I add a number six? Sure. Like a bonus? Yeah. Posture. How's my posture looking? I've been trying to work on this. I'm not going to add it to the <laughs> list, but it's good. It's decent. I don't know. This big ass hoodie is kind of. Buddy, don't disparage it... big ass hoodies. No, 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 it's my but I feel entire like posture, repertoire of. Where does posture on a serious note fall uh, on that spectrum of five fundamentals? Because that's always something. I mean, so different for every instrument. Yeah. But attention to yeah. the physicality of how we approach the instrument. It's very is, important. It doesn't get any more yeah. fundamental well, okay. than that. Okay, I'm going to add posture. Six well, no, no, I'm saying, no, I'm thinking, no, no, don't make it six, but does, maybe it falls because those are, your, your five are so wonderfully I would put it with, inclusive. All, like, so sound, speed, and time are yeah. essentially technique. Yeah. Right? The, be able to control all of those things, that's your technique. That's yeah. how you make a sound on the instrument. Posture goes, I think, with into all of, all of those. Yeah. yeah, It's almost like uh, just one of those fundamental of the fundamentals that we always want to be yeah. kind of framing the way that we approach what we're doing. Yeah. I put sound as number one because I think it's the most important thing that we can work on to help us progress. Yeah. Like if you ever want to make a new kind of stride in your playing, Focus on sound for a month. Focus on how you get, uh, focus on stride for a month. Play what you see, Peter. Play what you see. No, but focusing on your sound, how you get... I'm having get, trouble focusing now. I, mean. I know, I know. We're, we're almost done, buddy. But focusing on the sound that you get, like just getting a good sound on your instrument... Peter's got a great sound, yeah. Well, yeah, no, but focusing on sound can yeah. make you uh, sound better than you actually are. So and this it's is almost like posture then, because we can focus, I mean, we can definitely have the focus part of the practice, yeah. but there, there's no time when you could be playing that you can't focus, even if you're working That's on right. something else. Just like your posture can always be, you can always kind of pull yourself back to an attention to that, you know? Not, well, not debilitating the other parts, but just as like always we have a chance to work on sound. It's not just on a ballot right. or when you're practicing one hand out no, or something. No, it's, it's everywhere. And actually, it's for it being the most important part of our musical development, it's often put as a backseat to what we're playing. Right. So the content of what we're playing is usually what our ego puts forth as like, I got to play some killing shit right. instead of, I want to sound good. Oh, and I this wanna... is so instrument specific too, like how we approach this because yeah. the piano has the advantage, but in this case, I would say the disadvantage yeah. of being able to create... We always forget. Everybody can make a sound. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, I don't have to think about that. Like a baby can walk up, a, a cat. I, right. I can send you some YouTube videos from 1989. And they can with press a button, yeah, but like... 99. 
to, to the, the you know trumpet players think about this way more. Yeah, vocalists think about this way How more. How hard do you have to work just to get to a bad it takes C? You know? A lot of work to get <laughs> yeah. to a bad C on a yeah. trumpet. That's true. But for us, yeah, like you said, you can just press the button. You think, oh, I got a sound out of it. But there is more to that. So if yes. you're a pianist, if you're a guitarist, if you're a, a, a drummer, a vibes player, actually spending time on your sound, on on how you play as opposed to what you play mm. is a game changer. It will be a game changer if you haven't done that yet. Spend some time focusing on how you sound. Game changers. That was one of my fi favorite athletic documentaries that we I forgot to mention in the last episode. By the, way. Yeah. Um, the next is speed. Yes. Now this gets kind of a bad rap because this can be seen as sort of showy or flashy. Right. But working on getting your speed up yeah. is it's an important step in yep. the journey. Like you have to have a, a certain baseline of speed or else you're just not gonna be able to hang. Yeah, both hands. Baseline. That's exactly right. And that doesn't mean that, again, that you have to be able to blaze like Bud Powell, you know, or yeah. Art Tatum, but you do have to get somewhat of a fundamental, and not, this isn't also just like fast eighth notes or 16th notes. This is a speed of mind. Yeah. Like, so being able to feel music that's at a certain tempo and hang with it without slowing down, without losing yourself in it, but really being able to focus on, you know, speed as a way to get up to the level that's sort of the baseline that everybody's in. Yeah, and I think that the being able to play very slow also is yeah. sort of like that's next level that's, with this. That's the sort of like grown up level of it. That's that's yeah. right. And um, dexterity, you know, is kind of another way that's a little different than speed, but that we want to really think about in terms, of especially but you got to have technical. Things. You got to have a baseline of dexterity. You that's just right. have to if you want to sound good. Yeah. Uh, the third is time, and I'm really talking about being able to control time yeah right? so understand it hear it play it manifest swing it. i'm talking about polyrhythms that whole thing is can be a section of your practice time a fundamental that you again you have to have a base level of yeah to like if you want to say oh i'm a i'm an advanced player first of all no one talks like that at no. all no one cares if you're intermediate or advanced it's not even right. a thing you don't even know the difference but if you want to be able to play a gig you got to be able to swing you have to be able to play with other people and control your time you have to be able to keep a steady tempo Right, you have to be able to uh, play in different uh, fields of eighth notes, in different time signatures. Three, four, 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 five, four, seven, four. All of these things are things that are fundamentals that we can work on. And again, there needs to be at least a little bit of proficiency at this before you're able to, you know, move up to the next level. Knowledge bomb alert! Knowledge bomb alert! Until we get, we're gonna get a new audio thing because I'm about to drop some knowledge. We should have some kind of signifier. Yeah, <laughs> boom, boom, right. Yeah. Um, so. Interesting thing about the time thing. This is a little bit of an on-off switch. Obviously, you're, you, there, there is a gradient to getting better with your time, being able to swing. But there is sort of a, like, either it's binary. Yeah. So you're talking about, like, to be able to play with people and stuff. And, but that is based upon not totally with skill. It's a combination of an understanding of humility and confidence with yeah, that so yeah. like once you can hear swing and acknowledge that even if you're like well i don't have this yet like all you have to do is to go with a spirit of humility and like less is more and just kind of submit yourself to the music and then you'll be swinging actually that's right so the gradient is just in the sort of the amount like how hard you're swinging or how much people can rely on you to put all of them on your back yeah. as needed but to participate in this the bar is actually lower than most players think i think i totally agree 
Uh, and for any group, it's not just about swing. It's just about what, what as you say, the fundamental time just being that fundamental area that we have I to mean, pay attention to. I mean, it can go from to. just the basics of being able to play a steady eighth note to being able to play incredibly complex polyrhythms in swing yep. over odd time signatures at sort of the highest level and, and all the control in between. Mm. Number four is the repertoire. And this is really an important fundamental yeah. that, again, might get overlooked when you think about fundamentals, though you might think about technique, but repertoire, understanding like the baseline of tunes you need to learn mm. to help you learn whatever music you're trying to learn. So if you're learning straight ahead jazz, there's like 20 jazz. tunes that, of course, you could start with on Green Dolphin Street and Autumn Leaves and all the stuff that you're going to need to know, um, various Charlie Parker heads and Monk yeah. heads and everything that you're going to need to know to at least go to a jam session and not, you know, go up there and be like, I don't know that, I don't know that, I right. don't know that. You know, take the A train in a sentimental mood. I There's, thought it was take the A train. Take the A train. <laughs> but, like, all of these tunes are super crucial. We've actually done... Our 17 Favorite Standards, one of our most popular episodes from the early days. Yes. Peter, I don't know if you remember this yep. episode, but you can go check that out. You can find that on YouTube, and you can Some find it. Some of those it. tunes died it's so long ago. They're not <laughs> standards anymore. You can They're find dead. it way down the list. It's like episode 90 or something. I don't even know if it's available. You might have to be a, you'll hear it, premium member oh to boy. access that. Remember that. Remember that? <laughs> RIP premium But membership. rep is super important. And yeah. again, even if you're, uh, whatever, I want to be a garage rock musician, well, you're going to yeah. have to listen to a lot of garage rock and learn those songs. And I think that, you know, as described just now, a holistic and truly fundamental approach to repertoire is what we're talking about. We're not talking about a numbers game of like learn these 17 no, no, and then no. stop or whatever, but a deep learning so that you're getting all the other fundamental ancillary benefits from learning that. It's not yeah. just you're checking a box. Yeah, these are things that it's not just like, oh, I learned this and now I stopped. I'm, I'm talking about these are things that masters still work on on the yeah. regular. Like masters are still learning new tunes. I don't right. know if you know that, but like right. they're still checking it. Like they're finding tunes they love. They're going to learn them. You know, th the best players in the world. Yeah, and that's be that. but it's not because they're like, oh, I might go to a jam session and have to play no. this, and I never knew it. It's the fundamental nature of that repertoire within the canon of the music. But totally. it's also the fun these other fundamentals that it teaches you. These new explorations to like solidify your fundamentals in totally. general. Totally. And then the last one, which is sort of a piggyback on the on the repertoire, is language. And this mm. is more involving. Um, idiosyncratic things and idiosyncratic things that happen in certain genres. So like if we're talking about straight ahead jazz, you know, is mm -hmm. part of the language, even if you never play it. Right. Language of the masters. You have to know these kinds of things, right? Yeah. You have to know what, you know, even if you never want to play that, you yeah. have to know what that is. It's part of the language. You know, it's, it's something that we all go through and, build our sound off of, right? Build our individual style and our rhythmic, our uh, improvisational vocabulary off of. So the language of the masters, you know, and this could be learning music from records. It could be, uh, you know, getting books of language. Mm -hmm. Not my first choice, but it can be kind of helpful to read transcriptions yep. even if you're starting out. Yep. Just to kind of get an, an idea. This could be just listening. A lot of listening, yep. you know? Well, it's like, you know, and I, no, I love that. I love all these. Notice what's not in here um, is sight reading or reading notation. Yeah. So I think this is intentional in terms of... I mean, that would be a fundamental if you were a Broadway pianist or something. Right, like exactly. We're talking about fundamentals for, for being a jazz musician, being a creative musician in general. Um, now, this is not to say that you shouldn't practice that and that may become a part of your fundamental training or just that you want to be able to do that or you want to improve that. This is not an all... The, the, this is 
I think these five represent the 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 kind that are truly, truly fundamental in terms of like the cross pollinization between them and and the ability like with posture and with sound and like that you could apply that to anything that you're playing, practicing, technical work, you know, new new tunes or whatever. And that is so important that you can really hang your practice hat on this and be like, yes, I'm covering the fundamentals here. So, but it's not to mean like, oh, this is an exhaustive list of everything that you can or should practice. But these are the kind of things that I think that if you frame your overall practice, even if it's sight reading or whatever, and you're bringing these things in, you're going to have constant reinforcement and that confidence that I referred to earlier, that's going to come organically. It's not going to be a false confidence. It's going to be like, yes, I know the fundamentals. I don't have to be the fastest at all these, but I am in tune with speed. And right. like, I'm thinking about that. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of different ways to be improving my fundamentals right. and being cognizant of that. It's part of my work. It's something yeah, I'll it's always... Yeah, it's a part of me. It's, it's a part of me. It's something I'll always be working on, right? And so, the, again, the five fundamentals, just to recap, things that you want to have proficiency in and being able to control. Number one, sound. Number two, speed. Number three, time. Oh, sorry, I was late on speed. N number four, repertoire. Oh, no, that's the next one. Oh, that's right. <laughs> And number five, language. Finally. Until next time. You'll hear it.